so we're looking out here in L.A., Los Angeles County, where the community members are demanding justice after the violent arrest of an amputee was caught on camera in East Los Angeles. Um, the, to my understanding, the East, Longe- Lisa, East Los Angeles, the East Los Angeles area is where the, uh, police street gang, the banditos, uh, bandits, uh, is where they primarily target, harass, and victimize the regular human beings. Video of the incident shows um, Alejandro Hernandez, a 34-year-old individual, being punched by Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies on November 20th. His loved ones said the incident is an example of law enforcement brutality. Hernandez's family said he was washing his truck on Monday afternoon when East L.A. deputies suddenly pulled up and began harassing him. The sheriff's department said deputies had recognized Hernandez as an active gang member who was walking down the street near the 3500 uh, block of Floral Drive. Walking down the street. They claimed he appeared to be hiding something in his waistband. When deputies made contact with Mr. Hernandez, they allegedly felt a firearm in his waistband. They said Hernandez, the walking man, resisted arrest, which was why force was used. The kind of force where one person has you in a chokehold and the other person repeatedly punches you in the face, bloody in your nose and getting your blood on the back of his hand. As one may see if you are to view the uh, video material. So uh, the deputy uh, punching him is heard ordering Hernandez to, quote, give up his hands, end quote. Hernandez was seen with his arms outstretched and his palms open. His family members are heard pleading with the deputies, the banditos, to stop beating him. Gang members don't really do that. As the deputy continues punching Hernandez, his knuckles can be seen covered in blood because he was repeatedly punching someone in the face. It happens. Authorities recovered a loaded 9mm handgun during the confrontation. Alright, like to know if that was uh, actually there or if they just happened to have it on them. They haven't exactly earned a great deal of goodwill and or trust from citizens like myself. Hernandez was arrested on charges of being an ex-felon in possession of a firearm and battery on a police officer. Because you see, he was battering the one pig's um, forearm with his throat. And the other one, he literally battered his hand bloody with his nose. Which is like... To do that while being an amputee, nothing can hold this criminal down. Uh, continuing, uh, authorities, rec- yeah, the uh, nine millimeter. Uh, so they have a quote here: "We believe that it is. We believe that that is unjust and a violation of civil rights." 
and it's um and it's just such a graphic thing uh to subject the community to especially someone who was just a member of the community end quote from uh mr hernandez's attorney whose name just happens to be christian last name Contreras. uh continuing with the quote from the lawyer they charged him with multiple crimes and they tried to cover it up by charging him with resisting arrest which it's almost impossible to resist arrest when you are being choked and punched in the face. They did that because uh, many people don't know that if you plead guilty to a crime, then you cannot sue the police or the government. End quote. Community members and loved ones uh, say this incident is the latest example in a series of unnecessarily violent encounters with the L.A. County deputies, especially those from East L.A. Station, the Banditos. And we actually have one resident, uh, goes by the name Araceli. Um, I cannot pronounce her last name. I've never seen it before. Uh, C-O-V-A-R-R-U-B-I-A-S. And uh, she says, quote, We know about the Banditos. We know that they have a gang within the sheriff's department. It's all out in the open and the things they do. They film it on video. They even beat women. Imagine what happens, what goes on behind closed doors. End quote. From Araceli. Several weeks ago, the L.A. County Sheriff uh, Civilian Oversight Commission held a meeting addressing the rise in uh, claims of deputy harassment. However, the sheriff's department has not addressed claims that Hernandez was harassed during his arrest, only that they are investigating the use of force during the incident. On Saturday morning, a group of protesters gathered outside the East L.A. Sheriff's Station calling for justice and an end to police brutality and excessive force. Change is exactly what we need, said um, Kovaru Bias. That's the key word, change. The East L.A. County Sheriff's Station was the focus of the 2019 uh, lawsuit filed by eight deputies who alleged they were repeatedly harassed by deputy gang members known as the Banditos. The only way they will stop is if they are dead. If there's anyone that would like to help these uh, cops, these banditos become dead, I will shout you out on the program and uh, donate to your family or something. Yeah, because that would be a pretty cool thing to do, is to make the banditos dead peoples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. London Associated Press. One of the world's largest icebergs drifting beyond Antarctic waters after it was grounded for three decades. Why was it grounded for three decades? Hmm. Uh, one of the world's uh, largest icebergs is drifting beyond Antarctic waters after being grounded for more than three decades, according to the British Antarctic Survey. The iceberg known as... A23A, that's capital A23, lowercase a, okay, 
split from the Antarctic's uh, Filchner ice shelf in 1986, but it became stuck to the ocean floor and had remained for many years in the Weddell Sea. The iceberg is about three times the size of New York City and more than twice the size of Greater London, measuring around 4,000 square kilometers. Andrew Fleming, a remote sensing expert from the British Antarctic Survey, told the British Broadcasting Corporation on Friday that the iceberg has been drifting for the past year and now appears to be picking up speed and moving past the northern tip of the Antarctic Peninsula helped by the wind and ocean currents. Quote, I asked a couple of colleagues about this, wondering if there was any possible change in shelf water temperatures that might have provoked it. But the consensus is, the time had just come. It was grounded since 1986, but eventually it was going to decrease in size sufficiently and was to lose grip and start moving. End quote. Mr. Fleming said he first spotted the movement from the iceberg in 2020. The British Antarctic Survey said it has now ungrounded and is moving along ocean currents to sub-Antarctic South Georgia. Now, if we're looking back at the beginning, it split from the Antarctic Filchner Ice Shelf in 1986, but became stuck to the ocean floor. So... 1986 at that point in time climate change had already been reported on since about 1912 so you're looking at about seven decades and four years out about 7.5 decades almost out from that reporting so how much is climate change playing a role in this iceberg before 1986 right this iceberg and how it's moving those are the questions and i will continue reading for now we'll have this information and we'll ride forward Now, over here, we're not exactly very similar to Jimmy Dore, so we do not lick Elon's musky space boots. Just not something we're really into over here. Now, let's take a look. Uh, lawsuit blaming Tesla's autopilot for South Florida driver's death can go to trial, a judge rules. A jury should decide whether Tesla and Elon Musk oversold the capabilities of the electric car company's autopilot system and caused the fatal crash of a software engineer who engaged it. He took his hands off the steering wheel and seconds later slammed into a truck. A Florida judge has ruled. Circuit, uh, the circuit judge uh, Reed Scott rejected Tesla's motion to summarily dismiss uh, the Kim, ba Kim Banner's lawsuit accusing the company of uh, causing her husband, Jeremy Banner's death in 2019. In a 23-page ruling, um, 
The uh, the uh, Scott found that Kim Banner's attorneys presented sufficient evidence to let the case proceed to trial sometime next year. Scott also found that Banner can seek punitive damages from the company that, if rewarded, could reach millions of dollars. Scott, citing um, other fatal crashes involving autopilot, wrote last week that there is a genuine dispute over whether Tesla created a foreseeable zone of risk that posed a general threat of harm to others, end quote. Autopilot is supposed to automatically steer or break the car when engaged. The judge had ordered his rulings sealed, but they were mistakenly available Wednesday on the Palm Beach County Court Clerk's website. They were taken down shortly after the Associated Press retrieved the ruling. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Tesla, uh, they have an attorney by the name of Whitney Cruz. And the Tesla attorney, Whitney Cruz, declined to comment this past Wednesday, and the company did not respond to an email. Elon Musk eliminated Tesla's media and public relations department four years ago. So, Banner... Uh, the attorney for Banner, uh, by the name of Trey Lytell, said in a Wednesday statement that the Judge Scott's ruling shows how Tesla's conduct was not just negligent, but involved intentional and reckless decisions that led to the death of customers, including Jeremy Banner. He believes that the uh, that Judge Scott will soon fully release his decision. The public is entitled to know these findings. And we feel strongly that will happen in the next few weeks. End quote from um, Trey Lytell. Judge Scott, in rejecting Tesla's motion, focused on the company's marketing and Elon Musk's comments about autopilot and noted other deaths that have occurred during its use. The company says in court documents that it warns drivers that its cars are not fully self-driving they still must pay attention to the road and that they are ultimately responsible for steering and braking. But the Judge Scott agreed that Banner's attorneys had provided enough evidence for the case to proceed. Banner's attorneys have argued that by naming the system autopilot, let's start that one over. Banner's attorneys have argued that by naming the system autopilot well elon musk and tesla implied that the cars are self-driving and don't require a driver's full attention Ooh. they also cite numerous comments that elon musk made years before the 50 year old jeremy banner's crash saying that autopilot was already better than human drivers and would soon be autonomous it's not the attorneys also point to a 2016 marketing video for autopilot that is still on the company's website it begins with a statement reading quote the person in the driver's seat is the only there for legal reasons he is not doing anything. The car is driving itself. End quote. The Tesla then maneuvers through a down through a town 
on winding roads and traffic. Keep in mind, what they're talking about is a uh, a video uh, from a, a 2016 marketing video that was on Tesla's website. And so now this Tesla maneuvers through a town on uh, winding roads and traffic. It halts at traffic lights and stop signs, avoids other cars, pedestrians, and cyclists, and speeds up and slows down as appropriate. It then parallel parks itself. The camera is positioned to show that the man in the driver's seat never touches the steering wheel or pedals. Under questioning by Banner's attorneys, Tesla employees revealed that the car in the ad was programmed with mapping software not available to the public and still performed poorly and even ran into a fence while filming. The video required several takes and was heavily edited, attorneys say. Ain't that some. Continuing, Reed, um wrote that after reviewing the evidence, he could not imagine how some ordinary consumers would not have some belief that the Tesla vehicles were capable of driving themselves hands-free. And that's what Jeremy Banner did. Just before dawn on March 1st, 2019, he was heading to work on a semi-rural Florida highway in his 2018 Tesla Model 3, which he had purchased months earlier. While traveling almost 70 miles per hour, Banner activated autopilot, took his hands off the wheel. To his right, a tractor trailer leaving a farm moved into his path. The Tesla did not detect it, and um, neither did Banner. And so there was no braking, no swerving. Ten seconds after autopilot was activated, the car drove underneath the trailer shearing off the hood and killing Banner instantly. The National Transportation Safety Board, which investigated the crash, said the truck driver was primarily to blame for pulling into traffic, but also said Banner and Tesla were at fault. Uh, quote from, uh, from the NTSB board, uh, they say, quote, an attentive driver would have seen the truck in time to take evasive action. Mm-hmm. End quote. Uh, and then there's a report from 2020 by this NTSB, and they say um, the researchers have found that drivers uh, that drivers are poor at monitoring automation and do not perform well on tasks requiring passive vigilance. End quote. From the 2020 report. Uh, final um, sentence. The trucking company has already reached a confidential settlement with Kim Banner and is no longer part of the lawsuit. That was fast. That has to be. Let me go up here and see. There's no note saying that this article was edited. But uh, it is currently November 26th at the time of reading and November 23rd was the time of publishing. Just the uh, the grain of salt that you should throw over your shoulder and hit with a broomstick or some other superstitious thing. All right.
All right. So there is a uh, a woman who was at the center of what some folks are calling a controversial arrest. Uh-huh. Controversial. Continuing. So uh, the woman who was seen getting hit multiple times by the uh, Charlotte Mecken, uh, Mecklenburg police officer is speaking for the first time since the controversial arrest. Goes by the name of Christina Pierre. Hmm. Yeah. And when I look at the image of Christina Pierre, they appear to be a person of African descent. And aren't we just covered in European names? <laughs> it doesn't matter what nation of Europe. We're just covered and smothered in European names. <clears throat> Some fascists won't be happy until everyone in Palestine has a name. All right. All right. Hey, hey quit goofing around there. I'm going to mess around and lose my David Pakman audience. Uh, so. Uh, the woman who was seen getting hit multiple times by Charlotte Mecl- by a by a Charlotte Mecklenburg officer speaking out for the first time since the controversial arrest, Christina Pierre watched the body camera uh, video of her arrest on South uh, Tryon Street near Arrowwood Road before she recorded a video message obtained by WBTV. "Quote: I have never been through anything like this." But for anybody that is going through any type of mistreatment from those that are supposed to serve and protect us, we are going to fight to make sure all this all this gets justice and it's right for all of us, end quote. Not realistic. Will not happen. This is what ignorance truly looks like. A person of African descent on this continent most likely born here <laughs> with parents that were born here, grandparents, great grandparents, great, great. You go back far enough. It's on the plantation or it's on the sharecropping. It's up in the masses bedroom with whatever he feels like doing with a black child that day or night or morning, evening, whenever dust done, do what you got to do. It's the bluest eye, I'd say. And to see and experience the policing, see what other people deal with with policing, and to actually say the words they're supposed to serve and protect. I understand colloquially how those words may come naturally from someone, but I think it's really foolish to continue saying those words out loud in public. You mess around and put me in front of one of those cameras, I'm going to say they protect capital and private property, they protect hierarchy, not regular people. Where are you in the hierarchy? Okay, then you don't can matter. <laughs> All right, continuing. Uh, more was learned about the viral video showing the CMPD officers involved in Pierre's violent arrest. On Friday morning, CMPD was questioned about the role marijuana played in the arrest. Police have said the incident started after a report that the woman and a man were smoking marijuana. Uh, CMPD officials were asked Friday why that triggered such a strong response from officers. And here is a quote from the Lieutenant Kevin uh, Beatrice. And Lieutenant Kevin says, quote, Well, marijuana is illegal in the state of North Carolina. Some folk like that. 
Some folk don't, and we understand that. That's something that's not set by the Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department. It's not set by the city of Charlotte. It is illegal in the state of North Carolina. Chef Jennings addressed on Wednesday a potential review of how we handle that. And so I let his comments stand. End quote from the Lieutenant Kevin. So back to the victim. Pierre, she has an attorney by the name of Lauren Newton. Lauren Newton says her client was not smoking marijuanas, but was actually smoking a cigarello of THCA, which is a legal derivative of hemp. She says her uh, criminal history, her, excuse me, I said that all wrong. Uh, She says her criminal attorney is uh, seeking that all of her three criminal charges be dismissed, including simple possession. Uh, The attorney, Lauren Newton, also says watching the body camera footage led her to believe police used excessive force. Quote, she was already subdued. Uh, There was an officer holding her butt. There was an officer with his knee on her butt. There was an officer holding her legs. There was an officer holding her head and neck area, Newton said. Her arms were already in handcuffs when 10 of those blows were delivered, end quote. By blows, they mean punches, which maybe stop talking. Like, again, the words you use matter. Every single word you say that another person will hear in and of itself try to view it as propaganda. All right. Are you talking about a boxing match? Then you're not talking about blows. You're talking about a bare knuckled hand striking an unprotected and handcuffed person. That is a punch. The punches were delivered. Not blows. Punches. All right. And no one listens. No one cares. Nothing will ever get better. This is a happy program. You should continue tuning in. Newton also said watching the body camera footage led her to believe the police used excessive force. Uh, Continuing. Newton says the footage did not show the moment an officer punched, there we are, punched Pierre in the face, while police say um, say it happened after she punched an officer twice in the face. I don't know about that, buddy. Uh, she says that's because the way the camera was positioned at the time, it kind of looks like it's up in the sky. State Representative Kelly Alexander, who is uh, fighting to legalize marijuanas, says she believes it could prevent what he calls unnecessary interactions with police. Quote, and this is a quote from the uh, State Representative Kelly Alexander. There is no way um, with your nose that you can distinguish uh, burning hemp from burning cannabis, he said. I don't think we should be spending law enforcement energy on busting someone for smoking a joint on a park bench somewhere. There will be a hearing on November 30th where a judge will decide whether to release the body-worn footage to the public. And while we're at it, 
We're hanging out here for a second. Let's go back. Who was that? Where are they? Kelly Alexander? Was that the uh, the elected official? There they are. Kelly Alexander. Let's go ahead and copy that name. Open a new tab. Paste that name. And put um, Carolina. Out which party they are. Ah, here we are. Uh, born on October 17th, 1948. This is an elder person. Uh, Kelly Alexander Jr. is a Democratic member of the North Carolina House of Representatives. He represents the 107th District. Let's see, 107th District of what was that? North Carolina? Yes. North Carolina. Oh, let's see. Should we put demographics? Let's let's put demographics. Yeah, there we go. Ah, what do you say? Uh-huh. Census reporter. Well, what do they... And they have Ballotpedia. So, let's see. We're on census reporter. Okay, so that, um, that district is 86,000. Holy schnat. That is small. That is fairly small. The median age is 34.9 years old. So uh, millennials a little younger than myself, right? About millennials about five years younger than me. And um, 52% female. Ah, and here we are. Race and ethnicity. 51% colored black. Uh-huh. And 20% colored white. Looks like they have 0% of indigenous peoples. There are some fascists who would like for that to be uh, Palestine sooner than later. And uh, 13% Hispanic. Uh, income... Per capita, 32,000. Median, 62,000. Uh-huh. Okay. And 34,000 households. All right. Just want to know a little bit about that. Just want to know a little bit with the elected official out there. All right. Kelly Alexander. We'll see where you go with this. All right. Let's dance it on forward. Okay. Who, what, when, where, and why? Can't say I'm very sure myself. Let's find out. So, <clears throat> City Council to hold hearing on encryption of New York Police Department radio broadcasts. Hmm. There we go. So the uh, New York City, um, and this reporting is coming from WABC7, uh, New York City Council is holding a hearing on uh, this past Monday, so uh, we're a little behind, on uh, New York Police Department's uh, planned upgrade to, uh, to its decades-old radio system. No one disputes the need for an upgrade. What makes this controversial, though, is that the new system is encrypted, meaning the only people who will be able to listen in are people with police radios. The news media routinely monitor police radio transmissions to cover breaking news. 
Without the ability to listen um, in on police calls, journalists will lose the real-time window to get these events. America's about to get worse than it already was. And you're not surprised by it. New York, uh, New York Police Department officials insist encryption will protect first responders from pranksters who make bogus transmissions or attempt to jam the frequencies so no one can transmit. Like Chris Christie! And other such things. But... Critics say the department can find a way to protect its communications while preserving access for the media. New York State Senator Michael Giannaris, a Democrat representing Queens, is introducing a bill in Albany to keep frequencies open to the press statewide. Quote, Um... This has been a practice that, well, I don't know, because it's from Queens, right? Let me see. <coughs> yo, this has been a practice that's been in place for decades, yo. When the public and the media, uh, with the public and the media especially, have access to police radio chatter so that they can keep tabs on what law enforcement is doing. That creates accountability, transparency. It's the type of checks and balances that we need in our system and to cut that off now and allow the police to operate in secrecy is a very dangerous thing to do there's always ways to protect against the things police are worried about while still maintaining access to this information I mean end quote Giannaris said uh, he plans to introduce his bill by March of next year the NYPD, New York Police Department, plans to have its radio system upgrade completed by the end of 2024. And at that point, things will be worse than they already are or have ever been. But the things will be worse with Wi-Fi, shiny cars, and sweet, salty snacks. So it won't feel worse. It'll just be worse. Enjoy. All right. Let's see. Let, let's um. Let's go somewhere unusual. Now, there's a performance artist out there um, by the name of uh, Sexy Red. I don't know a great deal about this uh, the Sexy Red individual. I, um, I'm i mostly like a California West Coast head. I like funk. I like G-funk, you know, crip hop, a little bit of backpacker stuff. And most of the things that come across my news feed are more so like... Um, like neo east coast street bangers um which i i don't i don't get too heavy into the easty street bangers that much um and a lot of the material um vocally it doesn't appeal to me you know like just the way the artists project their voices 
and um, stylistically, the way in which they arrange their rhymes uh, doesn't really appeal to me. But I do know that some of them exist, right? So this uh, Sexy Red, uh, born in 1998, a uh, 25-year-old individual, 1998. I was still uh, on that Brother Lunch Hung Loaded album. And, uh, oh man, that Shaquilla, Gangstress from the Bay. I was uh, bumping at the time. Uh, So let's head on over here. Because uh, Sexy Red wrote something, and I figured I'd like to uh, take a look at it and comment on it. While there is a bit of a wave of attention going this way, and I think maybe I'll deliver a commentary that might be a little different from what folks would typically hear. So this uh, Sexy Red record, it's a new record, and it's titled uh, Free My Nigga. Righto? Righto and all, really. Seriously. And the reason why I noticed this was because I follow some um, black conservative material. Um, I call them telenigvelas, you know, very soap opery, very drama, celebrity gossip based uh, guys. They call themselves the black manosphere. A lot of celebrity gossip in that genre. And the title of the video over here is titled um, Sexy Red Embarrasses Herself by Doing This. If this is all caps with a prison pookie pookie is in all caps and that is something that um conservative black men and conservative black women call each other in this telenigvela genre i say you know what i'll go see what this is i don't click the videos with the titles i don't want to give them another view unless i'm going to cover their commentary so i just went and um searched myself i typed in sexy red uh, guy in prison. That's literally the search terms I put in. And then I just narrowed the search to the past week. And this is what came up. And I, I guarantee you, this is what he's talking about. All right. So verse one of this record, which apparently is sexy, red, embarrassing herself is, um, it goes, quote, say he face in time. Hell yeah. I'm a Skype something. Uh, As soon as he come home from the pen, let him bite something. That's my baby. Hell yeah, we in love. First day home, let him shoot up the club. Bop, 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 bop. That must be the gunshot sound effect. I probably didn't do it justice. Uh, Continuing, she says, uh, Heard that nigga on the fifth flow. Let me kite him. Uh, We don't hear from my nigga. When I don't hear from my nigga, I write him. Right. So on the fifth floor, talking about, um, you know, what floor he is in the the dormitory uh, where the cells are and uh, and kite him. You know, that's um, sending messages. And to my understanding, uh, a video was filmed in a uh, a correctional facility. I did not view the video yet. I don't know if it's been published. Uh, Continuing. Uh, she says, he a bad boy. I don't care. That's how I like him. Yeah, free my nigga till it's backwards. Fuck the police. Fuck the pigs. They some bastards. Yeah. Yeah, Sexy Red is a cab. That's, that's a fair deal. Uh, Sexy Red continues uh, saying, send my nigga flicks. Say my pussy and my ass hurt. I need that dick. I need to, uh, they need to free my nigga faster. Rhyming ass hurt with faster. Which is the sort of thing, like, um, I understand that sort of bending words to force the rhyme. That's, um, 
that's artsy fartsy shit. You know, there's a little bit of art there to note. Uh, it goes into the chorus line. Uh, free my nigga, free my nigga. Only if he knew that this ass getting thicker. Free my nigga, free my nigga. Gone for too long. Need to get home quicker. Free my nigga, free my nigga. When I visit him, I stuff my ass with the jiggas. I'm guessing that is uh, material that one ought not to uh, bring into the facility. Or one may also end up in a facility. Uh, she continues saying, um, free my nigga, free my nigga, tat his name, mommy, so you know it's getting realer. I'd say getting realer, meaning like uh, we're taking this relationship more serious, uh, looking into ideas of, w- of ways that we can function in the future together. Hey, it goes into a second verse. Again, this is a uh, sexy red embarrassing herself, according to the black manosphere. Verse two. Except in every call, fuck it, free my dog, free him. Uh, when I touch down, we gon' cash out at the mall. Pigs always hatin', tell them, fuck em, bitch, we ball. Hoes yelling, free him, but, but ain't trying to throw them paws. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> again, this isn't, like, as far as, like, uh, playing these records, these aren't really my kind of records, but come on now. This is, this is hardcore street rap. This is legit street rap. What are you talking about? Like, this isn't like some new thing in modern females. This is just street. <laughs> Let's do that again. Except in every call, fuck it. Free my dog. When he touched down, we gon' cash out at the mall. Pigs always pigs always hatin'. Tell him fucking bitch we ball. Hoes yellow free him, but ain't but ain't trying to throw them paws. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, she continues uh, saying, uh, real securest queen, real one, the realest on his team. Uh, free my baby daddy. He ain't do shit. Fuck you mean. Okay, so real secure. You know what? I don't I don't I just don't know that word. That might be some newer vernacular or regional vernacular. I'm not familiar with, but it's S.E.C.U.R.U.S. You know what? Why not just uh Let's give it the old uh, yahoo.com search and uh, see what's happening here. Skippy flippy doo. Oh, that says Securus Technology. What if I put in Urban Dictionary because I'm 40? <laughs> I actually need. I used to make fun of this website. Now I fucking need it. Oh, it's Jail Security. Ah, there we go. Okay, now let's go back to uh, the uh, Genius Rap Genius website. Real Securus Queen, Security Queen. I don't know. You know what? Yeah, I, I better just leave that alone. I do not know that vernacular, and I cannot get it properly defined to where it fits in the context of the verse. Uh, continue. Let's get back to it, right? Uh, real Securus Queen, the realest on his team. Free my baby daddy. He ain't do shit. Fuck you, mean. And I need that uh, dick. Uh, free that man quick. Uh, all the jail cells got me playing with my clit. Well, sometimes you got to do that, you know, you got to just kind of do a little fiddle diddle on on around there. And there's a uh, bridge after that verse. That's a short verse. What is that? Eight bars, eight bar verse. And the bridge is um, ride or die for my nigga. Shoot that fire for my nigga. I get I get on the stand and I lie for my nigga. Ride or die for my nigga. Shoot that fire for my nigga. I get on the stand and I lie for my nigga. Excuse me? 
hold on. That bridge right there. So let's go over here. Um, hot. Ah, shoot. What am I doing here with this darn computer? All right. Now let's let's take a look at this in in the Yahoo search. Hot boys. I need a hot girl lyrics. Okay. And here it is. Uh, alt. Wait. What the fun? Dooba dooba doo. Okay. They have the Tuesday and Thursday lyrics. Well, what if I just search directly in Genius in the Rap Genius website? I need a hot girl. Okay. There we are. Now, let me find the verses, right? Because on this record, the Hot Boys are a group. And you know what? Let me see what... When did this record come out? 1999. Sexy Red was born in 1998. This record came out in 1999 when she was born. All right? So the working class men that were getting into the rapping, this is what they were talking about a year after she was born. And that's just when the record was released. They may have recorded it the year she was born. Always know that. So it starts out with verse one, Manny Fresh. Yes, of course. Um, the second verse is Baby, because this is a Hot Boys song, you see. And the third verse is BG. Uh-huh. Let's take a look at this. A hot girl is a solid hoe. If a bitch get out of line, she a violent hoe. Ain't no pest, far from being a whining hoe. Fuck up, she confessed. She ain't no lying hoe. That's what I need. A hot girl is a jazzy bitch. I'd take her any day for a classy bitch. On the down low for her nigga, she's a nasty bitch. I tell her touch it, she's gonna reach out and grab the dick. I bust a nut, it's soft, she gets it back hard. The police kick in the door, she take the charge. Right here, this is the part I thought of. After the word charge. If a nigga go to jail, she run for a nigga. Money orders business and pump one for a nigga. She be a, she be a nigga ballin', work that body for her nigga. Let me come through, hit the stash, she rock a by the nigga. Now let's go back to that sexy red bridge. Ride or die for my nigga, shoot that fire for my nigga. I get on the stand and I lie for my nigga. Excuse me? When I visit him, I stuff my ass with the jiggas. Like, this is basically the hot girls figured out how to write a verse and write a beat. The same, the hot girls that the men were talking about, they're the ones rapping now. And for some that have trouble with it, that may be the problem you have. Is that the woman is simply speaking for herself but also agreeing with the man she's saying the same thing she's like yep this seems like the way to rock for me bing bang blam uh let me see where is sexy red from let's go ahead and search that as well let's see oh ah, shoot check me out i don't know how to use a computer uh where is sexy red from let's see St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, out there in the uh, Midwest. And the Hot Boys are out of uh, New Orleans, Louisiana. I think it'd be interesting to see what some St. Louis, Missouri lyrics about relationships outside of Nelly look like. Because Nelly went straight R&B. Let's keep it official. 
All right, but hey, I want I wanted to dive in there and maybe a little bit more of this material just to really maybe get a different voice and different thoughts and ideas out there on these topics that is other than the black manosphere and the divestors, you know, because um, they really lock these topics down. And I don't think they really care to be constructive broadly and generally in the genre that I call telenovelas, which, hey, maybe I'm now launching myself into. I do telenovelas now as well as fellas. <laughs> The uh, police, they have arrested a suspect in the shooting of three young men of Palestinian descent who are attending a Thanksgiving holiday gathering near the University of Vermont campus Saturday evening. Agents from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives arrested an individual by the name of Jason J. Eaton, E-A-T-O-N, a 48-year-old individual, while conducting a search of the shooting area in Burlington at 3.38 p.m. Um, authorities uh, collected evidence during a search of Eaton's apartment in a building in front of the shooting location. He is scheduled to be arraigned Monday. The attack that injured the three men around 6.25 p.m. Saturday may have been a hate crime. Really? Out of all the people in Burlington, Vermont, at this particular time, three Palestinians shot. May have been a hate crime. Maybe. Could be. We'll investigate. Continuing. Two of the men were in stable condition and the others suffered much more serious injuries. Information coming from the police chief, John Mirad. Uh, the three, all age 20, were walking during a visit to the home of one of the victim's relatives when they were confronted by a white man with a handgun. And they were all age 20. I think uh, some right-wingers call that military-aged males. I think, like, what, 16 to 25 or so? Is that their thing? Hmm, continuing. Uh, further quote from the police chief, John Murad. Uh, without speaking, he discharged at least four rounds from the pistol and is believed to have fled. All three victims were struck, two in their torso and one in the lower extremities, end quote. The victims are all of Palestinian descent, two are U.S. citizens, and a third is a legal resident. Two of the men were wearing the um, black and white Palestinian Kafea scarves. Burlington Mayor um, Myro Weinberger is expected to join uh, Police Chief Murad at a press conference Monday, That um, recording this mo Monday morning right now, on Monday to discuss the investigation. Uh, Murad, who expressed sympathies for the victims and their families, said there is no additional information to suggest a motive. In this charged moment, no one can look at this incident and not suspect that it may have been a hate-motivated crime. And I have already been in touch with federal investig investigatory and prosecutorial partners to prepare for what for that if it's proven, end quote. I mean, to prepare... 
what for him to basically be charged hit up the old trial get prosecuted sentenced get out and maybe be a hero in some circles some pac-man-esque circles some david lee circles uh continuing uh police chief murad further adds quote uh the fact that we don't know uh, that we don't yet know as much as we want to right now but i urge the public to avoid making conclusions based on statements from uninvolved parties who know even less end quote yeah yeah don't assume <laughs> all right continuing The American um, Arab Anti-Discrimination Committee released a statement Sunday saying that the victims were Palestinian American college students and that there is reason to believe this shooting occurred because the victims are Arab. Yeah, there is reason to believe such a thing. Continuing, a man shouted and harassed the victims who were conversing in Arabic, then proceeded to shoot them, the committee's statement said. The FBI in Albany, New York, posted a statement late Sunday on... Oh, X. Oh, that's fucking Twitter. I was like, what the fuck is X? Whatever, fine. Um, They posted a statement saying the Bureau is um, actively investigating the shooting with the Burlington Police Department, the ATF, and other federal, state, and local agencies as well. The White House and President Joe Biden uh, was briefed on the uh, shooting and would continue to receive law enforcement updates that they're going to do what with. Uh, The Council on American Islamic Relations released a statement offering a $10,000 reward for information leading to an arrest or conviction of the person or people responsible for the shootings. Ah. So... The shooter's just out there (laughs) with the gun, maybe even more guns, and maybe they're friends. Maybe on 4chan, maybe on 8chan, maybe on Kiwi Farms, who knows where he is, but they're just out there, just uh, moving and grooving, doing what they're doing. Goodness, and it's, uh, it's about to be Monday morning. They're probably about to just go to work and chat with their co-workers about i don't know something woke pretty sure something woke (laughs) uh continuing ramallah friends school um i don't know uh, they need to tell us more of what this organization is but ramallah friends school posted a statement on facebook with a hyperlink here so maybe i can see a little bit about them here we are ramallah friends uh school it's a nonprofit organization in Ramallah, Palestine. Okay. All right, and I don't see where's the about. There we are. Okay, just a nonprofit organization based in Palestine. All right. All right, so they posted a statement on Facebook saying the three young men were graduates of the private school in the West Bank. Oh, it's a private school in the West Bank. Okay. Quote. While we are relieved to know that they are alive, we remain uncertain about their condition and hold them in the light, the school said. We stand united in hope and support for their well-being during this challenging time. 
In response to the shooting, the U.S. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries encouraged people to, quote, unequivocally denounce the startling rise of anti-Arab hate and Islamophobia in America. End quote. Excuse me. Startling rise. Hakeem, Kimi, Kimi, baby. Let me see. Hakeem Jeffries is trying to hurt every last one of my feelings here. All right, let's take a look here. Hakeem Jeffries, age. 53. Hakeem Jeffries is 13 years elder than I. Brother, you know. Yo, big tooth ass. You know that Islamophobia is standard issue. And that really, white supremacist violence is really just on, well, what's hot with the day? Right? Like, if it's Tiller Tiller the baby killer, we're going to take our white supremacist violence there. Right? If it's uh, if it's Willie Horton and all that business, and uh, we got to get these colors out here three strikes, then we're going to Larry Bird them. Right? Oh, it's after 9-11? Oh, with these folks over here? I don't care what is you. Oh, seek? Whatever, then I'm going to ride on you then. Come on now, player. Come on, don't be a silly billy gumdrop. Right? And and then, depending on what circles you're in, right? You're in those Manosphere circles? You're going to slide on over to the men's cell spots and be like, ah, I need to shoot up something. Let's get our Manassian on. <laughs> Come on now. Hakeem Jeffries is entirely too old for that. But I understand he's doing his job. Uh, further quoting from Hakeem Jeffries. No one should ever be targeted for their ethnicity or religious affiliation in our country, end quote. Yeah, easy to agree with. He ends saying, we will not let hatred win, end quote. Yes, Hakeem. Uh, Senator Bernie Sanders, the Vermont Independent. Damn, he re-registered as an independent? I did not know that. Get the f*** out of here. What is Bernie Sanders still an independent? Just keep that Yahoo search tab open. Ain't Bernie Sanders. Damn, yeah, everything I'm seeing has has him listed as an independent. Okay. He said, I'm going to give it a run a couple times, and then I'll be back to doing my own fucking thing. All right, Bernie says, um, it is shocking and deeply upsetting that three young Palestinians were shot here in Burlington, Vermont. Hate has no place here or anywhere. I look forward to a full investigation, end quote. All right, get right to the shit. All right, just get straight to the shit. I'm shocked. I'm pissed. Them niggas got shot. It best not be going down. Investigate. I get he ain't ready. He's also not just ending on the head, yo. This is what white supremacists do. Right? And really, it's the white supremacists that won't put in that work that have to make sure they go vote, have to make sure they go vote on school board, right? They got to make sure they share the meme memes, that they get the bumper stickers, you know, so that they show that they're always supporting what the ones who are the shooters will do. And again, the shooter is just still out there running around. Um, all right. So Vermont has a governor by the name of Phil Scott and Phil Scott called the shooting a tragedy. 
uh, calling on the state's residents to unite and, quote, not let this incident incite more hate or divisiveness, end quote. Hmm. The Vermont, New Hampshire chapter of Jewish Voice for Peace, which has urged an end to the Israel-Hamas war, released a statement saying it was, quote, appalled by the shooting. Is the rest of this article just people saying that, man, we don't like that this happened? Oh, there's a little bit more information here. They're doing a little jump back. Uh, They remind us that last month, an Illinois landlord was charged with a hate crime after being accused of fatally stabbing a six-year-old Muslim boy and seriously wounding his mother in Chicago. Police and relatives said he singled out the victims because of their faith. Yeah, it's a little gruff out there coming off of the Associated Press. 